These five books have changed how I think about business more than any others. I tried to pick a range of topics from business philosophy to accounting to acquisition of businesses. And this is important because every great business leader says that you need to read and read a lot. I just read and read and read. I probably read five to six hours a day. I used to basically live in the library and I read everything. I read every magazine, I read every pictograph, I read every book, I read every map. I just ran out of stuff to read. I just read everything. But I, I encourage people to read a lot of books. Basically, try to ingest as much information as you can. With the five books I'll talk about today, I have all of these on Kindle. I don't do physical books anymore. But if you decide to buy any, I will leave an Amazon link in the description below. And without further ado, here are the five books. The first book, the book that I have read the most and returned to again and again is Navalmanac by Eric Jorgensen. This is the book I have read more than any other. It's a compilation of tweets and quotes from Naval Ravikant. And I can't even tell you how many times I've read this book, probably once a quarter since I first picked it up, which was about three years ago. And I'll pick it up once a week or so and just review different parts. You can get it completely free. There's a PDF available on navalmanac.com or you can get the Kindle for 99 cents on Amazon. So there's no excuse to just not go get it right now. Every sentence in this book has impacted me in some way and hits differently depending on where I am in my business journey. He talks about the forms of leverage in business. He talks about decision-making. He talks about happiness and so much more. And here's some of my favorite quotes. If you don't know yet what you should work on, the most important thing is to figure it out. You should not grind at a lot of hard work until you figure out what you should be working on. You're not going to get rich renting out your time. You must own equity, a piece of a business to gain your financial freedom. Become the best in the world at what you do. Keep redefining what you do until this is true. Your real resume is just a catalog of all your suffering. A calm mind, a fit body, and a house full of love. These things cannot be bought, they must be earned. As you can tell, it's part business, part philosophy, and Naval is just the master of these short, little one-line one sentences that just hit so hard. A lot of more tweets, but behind just a few words, there are years of experience and wisdom. So for me, if I could only pick one business book, it would be this, Navalmanac. The next book is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I almost didn't include this because I dislike the author. I disagree with him on a lot of things. This book is Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. I don't admire Robert Kiyosaki as a person. I don't think he's a happy person. I don't think he's honest. I don't think he's virtuous. He's built his online brand on fear and pessimism. He's the kind of guy who's predicted 30 of the last two recessions. You have to separate the idea from the person. And this book, for me, was very influential when I found it. It was, I think I found it in high school, and it really cemented the idea in me that I didn't want to work for somebody for the rest of my life. I wanted to be an entrepreneur and so this book is a paradigm shifting book and it'll convince you that you should be in business or he advocates real estate a lot versus being a w-2 employee so the ideas in this book are simple and powerful and if i'm not mistaken this is the best-selling business book of all time so 
For me and millions of others, this is a paradigm shifting book. And in it, he introduces the idea of a rich dad and a poor dad. The poor dad was his biological dad. His poor dad did what society said he should. He went to school, he got his PhD, and he had a normal, comfortable, stable W-2 job. He bought a house, he owned where he lived, he played it safe. He was a good employee and a good member of his community, but he was poor. He never broke out of the wage trap. His income never exceeded what he could get paid by his employer. On the other hand was his rich dad. His rich dad was actually the dad of his friend, I believe. It's been a few years since I read the book, but it was somebody close to him that he called his rich dad. And his rich dad was a C student who dropped out of college or maybe even dropped out of high school. I don't remember the details, but instead of working for somebody else, instead of going to get a job, he started businesses. Instead of buying his primary residence, he bought investment properties. So he always had multiple income streams and his income was always rising because he invested in businesses and in himself and his businesses always grew. He had abundant wealth and he was generous and well-respected. So through this metaphor of the rich dad and poor dad, Robert Kiyosaki introduces the income matrix. The income matrix has employed, self-employed, business owner, and investor. So this isn't a technical book by any means, but it was valuable for me in convincing me that entrepreneurship was the best path. It gets a lot of people excited about being a business owner. Okay, the next book is How to Get Rich by Felix Dennis. I just finished reading this a few days ago, so this may be recency bias, but this book is unlike any other business book that I have ever read. It's just no nonsense. He calls it an anti-self-help book. So it's, it's counterintuitive advice. It's not the, everyone can do this, just visualize your success and work hard and you'll get it. He, he's more like, only a few people can do this and maybe you shouldn't even want to be rich because it's hard. You're gonna have to sacrifice your relationships. You're gonna have to give up a lot of time. You're gonna have to you know, make sacrifices to get rich. So it's a no nonsense. You're gonna have to work hard to get this. So it's written by Felix Dennis. He was an eccentric billionaire from the UK. He owned a bunch of magazines and media companies and other businesses. And again, like I said, he calls it an anti-self-help book. And he actively discourages the reader from trying to become rich. He talks about how getting rich is possible for anyone, but you're going to have to work and make sacrifices to achieve it and that you won't be happier when you are rich. So. He spends a lot of time talking about why would you even consider this? It's not for everyone. And here's some highlights. Just how quickly can I become rich? Quicker than you probably deserve, but slower than you would like. There are too many variables for a definitive answer. My experience has been that money is colorblind, race blind, sex blind, degree blind, and couldn't care less who brought you up or in what circumstances. The object of your goal in and of itself is non-sentient. If you truly believe that your race, sex, or upbringing can keep you from becoming rich, then you had best give up here. If you're unwilling to fail, sometimes publicly and even catastrophically, you stand very little chance of getting rich. If you care what your neighbors think, you will never get rich. If you cannot bear the thought of causing worry to your family, spouse, or lover while you plow a lonely, dangerous road, rather than taking the safe option of a regular job, you will never get rich. 
If you have artistic inclinations and fear that the search for wealth will coarsen such talents or degrade them, you will never get rich because your fear in this instance is well justified. If you are not prepared to work longer hours than almost anyone you know, despite the jibes of colleagues and friends, you are unlikely to get rich. If you cannot convince yourself that you are good enough to be rich, you will never get rich. If you cannot treat your quest to get rich as a game, you will never be rich. If you cannot face up to your fear of failure, you will never get rich. So that's How to Get Rich by Felix Dennis. Check it out. It's a great book. The next one that has influenced me and a lot of people in the acquisition entrepreneurship space is Buy Then Build by Walker Dybel. This is the book that convinces you not to start a business, but to buy one and then build it, just like the name suggests. Pretty simple. It's all about how and why buying businesses is such an incredible opportunity. Here are some quotes from the book. Startups have an inherent flaw. They mostly fail. Acquisition entrepreneurs start by buying an existing business instead of starting one from scratch. From there, they bring an entrepreneurial approach to build value. The combination of an existing small business's profitable and sustainable infrastructure with the innovation and drive of an entrepreneur is a magical recipe. Effectively, 100% of non-retired millionaires who live in the United States own their own businesses. Further, an astounding 91% of everyone having over $5 million in net worth owns their own company. A trend suggesting that the wealthier someone is, the more likely they are to own a business. So again, Buy Then Build is immensely valuable in convincing you that buying businesses is better than starting one. This next one was valuable when I was running my own business and it really helped me in managing my cash flow. It's called Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. That business that I had, I did the thing that so many entrepreneurs do, which is I was putting all of the money, all of the earnings back into the business. On paper, every month was break even. I thought there was nothing left over for me, so I literally did not pay myself for the first six months that I ran that business. Once I implemented the profit first system, I immediately started paying myself and setting aside a profit account. And suddenly I had eight to $10,000 a month to pay myself just by changing how I was doing the accounting. The revenue was similar, but I was able to pay myself generously. So it's a really simple system, the profit first system, but more than that, it's a mindset shift. Your business has to be sustainable and it has to sustain your lifestyle or else what are you even doing? So if you aren't paying yourself from your business, read this book and figure out how to do that. I hope you found something that sparked your interest and I hope you have a chance to read one of these books and that one of these books will help you to improve your business. I also want to remind you that reading is important, but the things that speak to me will be different from the things that speak to you. So if you pick up one of these books, you read a few pages, doesn't interest you, move on to the next one. No worries. Not Every book speaks to people in the same way. So always read towards your goals and towards your interests. Read towards what is relevant right now. If you're having an accounting problem right now, read an accounting book. If you're having a marketing problem, read a marketing problem. It's not going to do you any good to read a book about operations if your operations are good, you're feeling comfortable about it. So read what matters right now. But more important than that, you can read every book in the world 
and have the knowledge in your head, but it's meaningless if you don't implement what you know. So get out there, learn, but most importantly, take action on what you learn.